When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Winning Time Season 2 Episode 6 Beat LA is over, but here in Post Show Recaps, we're just getting started. My name is Grace, but of course I'm not alone. I'm here with the one and only Jason Reed. Jason, how you doing? Grace, is, is, is that all you have to say to me, Grace? I mean... You know, I was talking to people, and you know, I was talking to people up, up high in the poster recaps hierarchy, and I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm Grace's podcast partner." No, like, I oh. traded you. I traded. No. I said it's okay. I tra- I traded. I made a trade. No, they were like, "Uh, which which one?" I said, "Which one?" <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm, I'm the only one. The only one. Yeah. They're like, "No, I don't. I don't think so." It's like, so Grace, you have many other podcast partners. You're you're a podcast oh. bigamist. Is that what's going on here? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I could even name all my podcasts. And you, and you and you couldn't tell you couldn't tell me. I thought I was the only oh, one. No, I think uh yeah, I think uh, I did this to Matt Scott one time. He was like, "You're my only podcast partner." And I was like, "Ooh, I have bad news for you, buddy." <laughs> Ooh, I can't say the same. <laughs> um, all right, the penultimate episode, love to say it, love to say it yeah. of uh winning time. Make sure you subscribe postrecaps.com/winningtime because you won't want to miss next week's episode. And if it gets renewed, you want to make sure you're 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 subscribed so that you'll know when season three comes. Um, if it does, um, we're also on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash poster recaps. If you want to watch the video version of this, um, Jason, time jumps galore, uh, fast forwarding through time. What'd you make of the penultimate episode? Yeah, you know, we we had a big debate last episode. Like, are we are we gonna actually get to the you know the the 83, 84 season? Yeah. Are we gonna save it for next year? I said, nah, nah, nah. We're we're getting we're just gonna we're just gonna time we're gonna get a big old time jump, and that's what we got. We got a whole year just zoop, flipped over it, fast forwarded basically through a whole season. Uh so yeah, I was uh usually in a penultimate episode, I think you get it's known for big things happening. I think this was more of a, like, we got to kind of get this, like get some stuff out of the way so we can go to our, our, to our main event, 
which uh, presumably will be we'll have like one. We're going to be talking about one game probably in the next episode, you know, to to oh. kind of really, hmm. you know, close out a season. Yeah, that's really interesting because so I spoiled last week what happens at the end of the 1984 NBA championships. It is, as we see, going to be between be between the Boston Celtics and the Los Angeles Lakers. And I did spoil what happens, so I feel like I can say it here. We know that the Celtics win. And so that is a very interesting place to essentially potentially leave us, you know, at the end of is because this episode is very much like this is maybe the like angriest and most upset about owning a basketball team as Jerry Buss has ever been. So interesting that that's where we're going to end up. But I think the thing about whether or not it'll be one game or not, I think is interesting in terms of, well, not one game. The, you the, mean the, one series? You don't talk about the whole series. I mean, yeah, let's yeah, talk about okay, the whole series okay. in, in that right. episode. Okay, I agree with you. I think we'll end basically like that whole episode. I imagine to be basically just about that series. Um, I really like this episode. I definitely think there's a there's a phrase that I think everybody who listens to me on any podcast I do is probably so sick of me saying this thing. But I once heard Josh Wiggler say, you have to let a show teach you how to watch it or tell you what it is. And I feel like this season, they uh, slowly, I'm just, you know, it's taken me six episodes, but I'm like, okay, this is what the show is. This season is way more basketball focused than, than any yeah. other, than season one, for sure. We joked a lot about how in season one, it's like, yeah, sometimes there's basketball in the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they don't really care about basically anybody else other than uh, Magic and Bus, basically. I feel like this season, uh, maybe a little bit of Norm, a little bit of Kareem sometimes. But basically everybody else, uh, bus bus gets personal life stuff and magic gets personal life stuff. Nobody else gets it. Uh, yeah, we're, we're done with everybody else. I think poor poor James Worthy, who is 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 a big member of the team in real life in this time era, is just like I, I get nothing. Like yeah. I get a mention, but I get I get nothing else. I don't even know if we saw him in character. He, they never in, really introduced him at all. No, no, I don't think we saw him in character at all. I think we saw him on the court, and that could have been real clips instead of like uh, I, I don't yeah. even know. Uh, yeah, and you talked about having the show teach you how to watch it. I feel like the show hasn't really done that. They They've been like, okay, we're going to focus for a long time here, and then we're going to fo- we're going to really fast forward some stuff. Yeah, we're go- they're kind of really jumbled all over the place for this season. Yeah. I mean, I, at, at one point, I thought that a good remainder of the season would be about the whole bird of it all, but we spent a couple episodes without bird. Now we get him a little bit back here, and then we talked a lot about Magic and Kareem being fathers in the first episode. Then we're just like nothing else after that. So this season, I think when we look back on it, it's going to be just like. We're going to say they had great episodes. They were great, uh, great dialogue, great writing, great acting, everything. But it was a little jumbled. I think that's what we'll look back on it and we'll say that. And I think we'll say, well, it's probably because they had only seven episodes to cover four basketball seasons. I think I think that will be the thing that really rings in my head when I think about this season, when it's all said and done. Yeah, I think that um, uh, Jason, we're on the uh, as as we are recording this a bit a bit early. The episode just aired um, today. Would have been a full slate of action in the NFLs. So it is uh, opening opening weekend. It's opening game on Thursday, and a bunch of games today. I do feel like many people who watch Winning Time, I'm sure, uh, might be accustomed to playing some fantasy football, and I feel like. Um, Showtime went with a little bit of a stars and scrubs drafting strategy of like, of like, all right, Jerry bust magic Johnson, Pat Riley, bit of Kareem and norm, 
uh, Jerry West, the, you know, and then Jerry everybody West else. is our mid is our mid uh, yeah. mid tier mid round guy. Yeah, and then everyone else is like, I don't know. I think we just gotta like, I don't know. I don't even want to wait for wire. Yeah, that's right. Waiting for someone to pick them up, but we're not gonna yeah. we're not gonna really use them. Yeah, I feel like that's how this season went, and I I do think that probably definitely has to do with the shortened um, episode length in terms of seven episodes. You just they're trying to tell a story. I actually think that by the end of the season, I'll look back and, and very much enjoy. It. I feel like every time I come on, I'm like, oh, I really like that episode, but they didn't do any of this, and I would have liked them to do that. And they're just never really giving me that, which is fine if that's the way they ultimately uh, they're ultimately going, right? Like literally, I don't think we got Claire in this episode again at all. Uh, I know I'll just keep saying like, please put Gabby Hoffman on my HBO show, but it's fine. Um, very little bit of genie this episode. Very little. Very little. But I mean, I think that you know this setup in terms of the Lakers Celtics thing, I thought finally sort of culminates here uh, towards the end of the season. You can see why they had put in the promotional material, even if that's not really like the meat of the sandwich. This is the big dessert. I think at the end here is like, mm -hmm. yeah, the Celtics Lakers thing, which I thought was set up really well in this episode. So if that's sort of the finale, that's where we're getting to. Um, I, th I think that's fine. I think that's, it's, it's been an enjoyable season. I think probably a step down from season one so far, but alas, we haven't watched the finale yet. So yeah. Yeah, I just, I think I think there's a lot of great stuff done in this in this uh, season. I think you know I was coming on here every week saying oh, I think this might be the best episode. I'm not saying that about this episode. No, uh, me neither. This yeah. episode was very kind of like set up, set up, set up. We're gonna get we're gonna get a lot of stuff out of the way. A lot of stuff happened, and we're gonna kind of cram it all into this one episode. I don't think I, like the episode was able to really breathe the way that other ones had. So it, just, it felt really kind of frenzied and jam packed. So I, I don't think. This is the best episode. I think it was a good episode. I just don't think it was the best because we had so much to deal with. Yeah. So this episode, uh, the Lakers, it starts, the Lakers have won the championship in 1981. Uh, but a year later, we flash forward almost immediately to a finals between the Lakers and the 76ers where the 76ers uh, sweep the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, they decide to mix it up a little bit. Kareem is a little bit unsure about his role and whether he'll be back with the team. Uh, Norm Nixon ends up being the odd man out as he gets traded to, I believe at the time, the San Diego Clippers, who will uh, then become a Los Angeles Clipper in the future, gets to stay in LA. Um, and meanwhile, um, the team is Jerry Buss is very frustrated about what to do, uh, how they are going to move forward. He thinks that Red might have been right and that it all came crashing down too soon. Um, ultimately, um, uh, they do decide, uh, you know, they, they play pretty well. Uh, Kareem ends up back in the house. He does have an incident where his house is burnt down. And um, in this moment where a fan gives him uh, a record that he had lost in the fire, he sort of realizes how much the fans mean to him. The Lakers end up getting to the conference final. Um, all the while, Bus is dealing with <laughs> the very quick breakup between him and honey as honey learns uh she's begun drinking uh and potentially uh, doing some drugs again hanging out with some old friends and also learns that bus never actually got divorced from joanne in the first place bad news and ends up suing him for a hundred million dollars uh the celtics end up winning and making it to the finals uh red telling larry bird it's their decade the lakers have had a moment in the sun and sets up a lakers versus celtics final the celtics want to beat la well, L.A. says F Boston. That's pretty much episode six of Winning Time. Um, what's the headline, Jason? What's the what's the takeaway from this one? Um, <laughs> honey bus down in flames. <laughs> oh, who would have thunk? Who would have thunk, thunk it? 
I mean, we we were wondering the whole season, like, okay, we're, we're setting up this honey thing. Like, when is it gonna? When is it gonna fall? And it really kind of the fall comes very quickly and very so much unannounced. Quickly. It's like, whoa, okay, so she just back to her wild ways again. Okay, I didn't see that coming. And then the you know the revelation that uh, the bus never formally got divorced from Joanne was interesting. Um, you know, for those that don't know, honey is a fictionalized character in the show an amalgamation of like other girlfriends uh, yeah like a couple of buses wives actually she's an amalgamation of it and one of his yeah. wives did but two of his wives actually did sue him for bigamy in in real life uh which was it i mean they didn't really give a justification in the show for bus not filing for a divorce but i'm assuming it's got something to do with not wanting to pay alimony <laughs> I think it's hilarious. He's like, you know how I don't like doing paperwork. Like, it'll, yeah. it'll be fine. It's like a it'll paperwork here somewhere. She signed it. I just never filed it. I got distracted. Yeah. Um, I would agree with this that this is we knew it was coming. I, yeah, I, I was a little bit like the one thing I kept like looking at Jerry Bussett when you when you Wikipedia someone like on the side, it'll be like spouse or spouses, and he only is ever listed as having one, which is Joanna. So I was like this is what interesting like he did get married so i didn't know that this was this was coming yeah. this like I would, oh i would wonder if it was like he never actually filed the marriage certificates for this like right you know because you have to file marriage certificates after you get married to make it official and legal and you have to like you know take it to the courthouse after you get all the signatures from all the people he probably just never did that <laughs> Yeah. Um, so this is fine. I do think this idea of honey being like, oh my God, you care more about work than anything. I, I feel like this could have been effectively done in the sense of Jerry Buss being pretty hands off on the team from what we see. He talks about in an episode with magic when magic wants Paul fired. He's like, listen, I just hired the best people, put them in positions and they have to work it out. And magic's like, not good enough. Fire Paul, whatever. I could see over these two seasons. I mean, interestingly, like one of them that we skimmed through. Well, we, we were there already, but they win the championship in 81 and then they lose. And one of the things that I think is a little bit challenging for the show is for me to fully buy into like how badly they feel about losing. Like I know it sucks to lose. And Pat Riley, I think does the best job of articulating this of like, yeah, like you start to lean on it as a crutch. Once you've won, you don't care as much, but I'm also like, boy they probably all they it's so rare to win <laughs> in yeah. sports well when well, you look at when you think about bus yeah yeah when you think mm -hmm. about bus you're like listen i've never held a position as high as an owner of a team yeah but i'm just like you know he's so mad they didn't win the whole thing like you, i mean wait the finals which <laughs> if that's their actual attitude it's fine yeah. but like oh boy we're really like crying over spilt milk here but alas i do think my, my the thing is i feel like there's basically she's so to genie like don't worry about it let your father like he's you know he's getting so frustrated but it always felt like she understood it or whatever and then suddenly in a moment it was like okay she doesn't and i know we fast we we skipped through a bunch of time but i almost wish like in those you know, I guess there is this thing where like with the newspaper, she's trying to say like, don't work, like who cares? Like they called you a genius last time. So some of it is here, but I just feel like this is so underbaked. Like we talked about how every episode, the genie honey conversation is the exact same. Yeah. And then to get this like huge change where she's like, oh my God, you only ever care about work. I'm going to hang out with my old friends. Like a thing that we knew was coming and yet seemingly feels like in the show never got developed at all. They could have started the slide at least an episode early into 
into her going back to her ways and her being sick of what bus is going through you know the, the episode before just like oh it's okay sweetie when it could have been like dude like you're starting to get obsessive about this and starting yeah. to affect our relationship right um so you know it feels like a, a a tonal shift from night and day within one episode because we, we didn't get much dialogue from her you know uh in in the first part of the episode but like it seems like the first time we hear from her it's like oh uh, honey's gone off the deep end like it's it's over and done where we had no indication this was happening uh in the episodes prior so it is a very kind of whiplashy kind of character change for someone yeah um and and genie is very much not in this episode other than the one scene where this is where he's gonna bus is gonna express his like maybe red was right all the time and she's and like that, oh that literally could have been anybody that could have been anyone in that scene besides genie is she really brings nothing of, of her own character her own perspective to the scene with them it could have been a random person it could have been a 100%. fan that came in it could, have been, it could have been a worker that came yeah. in and was like hey it's time it's to okay, leave dude. yeah you're good yeah, man you just see the lights yeah. going out it's like yeah no red was right they'd be like sure <laughs> just leave genie the, the fact that genie was in it brought nothing to the scene at all do you know what a thing that i think season one did so much better than season two as i'm thinking about it was part of the genie stuff in season one and and the bus stuff was so much more than the lakers it was like the forum as a thing i don't know actually jason i i don't i don't you i, I presume you're not up on the world of professional wrestling but uh this company aw which is sort of the second oh, behind are we, w- about, are we going to talk about cm punk Oh, you want to talk about CM Punk? We can. We can. He's on another uh, show. I, I was just trying to prove to you that I know something. That's good. They're running a show at the Forum, and it is it is advertised like Winning Time, like '80s Showtime Lakers, mm-hmm. um, which is very which is very fun. Um, so anyway, I don't know why I was, saying, but oh, this is the point: is that there's so much of the like, what what does it mean? for the Lakers like show what does showtime mean and I feel like in season one I thought they there's a little bit of this episode with like at the forum when like Nixon but it's more about Nixon uh being with um is it Debbie Allen yeah um and but I I thought season one did such a good job about like what bus did and Jeannie about what the culture of Los Angeles and then the Lakers and the forum could be in a way that I thought was really compelling trying to like basically shift the status quo of basketball in America in a way that this season is like every once in a while magic will be like, we play showtime basketball. And then you're like, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I guess you do. Um, so I don't know. I feel like there's a world in which like this season, and again, it's probably the episode um, uh, length, but it feels like the world got condensed in a way that I thought in season one, the world felt so big. Um, we have seen a Jack Nicholson signing. I don't think we talked about it. The episode uh, he was actually on, but the celebrity nature of the Lakers and all this stuff, like, I guess, cause they don't want, I guess they want it to feel like this is the season where like, it's bad. It's not good. Even though, They've won a champion. <laughs> They've literally won a championship in this span, but alas, yeah. I feel like the show is smaller. Yeah. So when we talk and we talk, we think about Bus, right? We think about we think about Jerry Bus. In the first season, he felt like this over the top, like con man guy that's gonna is gonna kind of innovate. Uh, I feel like we didn't really get that this season. We we he was very pared down from where he was in the first season. You know, he didn't he didn't really he didn't, he didn't really talk to us uh, as much as he did in the first season. In the first season, he would give us whole monologues, whole speeches yeah. about what he was doing. Again, they did it at the first episode. He ended the episode on the Adam monologue, yeah. and I thought that was yeah. great. And then like gone again. 
Yeah, but he would give us he would give us monologues about how he was going to innovate the game, how he was going to change the NBA. And much like the Lakers, uh, you know, in this episode, it feels like with the character of Bust, they really kind of rested on that from the from the first season Bust. They never really went back to it. I, I really wish we could have gotten more of that Bust because this this Bust throughout this season has been kind of sad, right? He's been like not really uh, the the jovial guy we're used to. Yeah, it, it same yeah. with Jeannie Bust. Same with Jeannie because Jeannie got. Got some good stuff in season one and in season two, she's been very underused and underutilized. Yeah. And I just, I feel like it feels like there's more there, but I mean, a choice to just basically focus on the on-court basketball stuff. That's where bus is coming in to be other than this thing with honey. Yeah. It feels like he doesn't really take control until things are very bad. Like until he doesn't take the reins until like they're going to be in the, the, uh, the, the, the clutches of defeat sometimes too late after that as we see in the aftermath of the uh of the you know of the of the loss in the championship game yeah so i mean i yeah um yeah that's probably my biggest critique of of this season is uh is is that whole piece um the line that the lawyer is like oh, i'll take magic and kareem is is pretty fun i guess no no uh word that that is true uh but that would have been uh, very it, fun storyline or, or it was it? true it was true that he said it in the press about, oh, uh, about the demands of one of bus's ex-wives but uh he never no no indication he actually said that to bus right um yeah that's fine uh the story is fine if it impacts him like financially moving forward that he's like once again having to like scheme and harebrain we get a little bit of that I, I you know i am somebody who i love sports but i also like my favorite day of the mlb season is probably trade deadline day because i'm like ooh transactions like yeah uh and so that's one of my favorite days and so i did really like at the beginning of the season even if i we joked that we didn't really understand it but the funny the funness of like when bus is going to buy them all teams that's also a storyline that has gone nowhere johnny mm -hmm. and jimmy are nowhere to be seen yeah. they have totally disappeared um that was really i guess seemingly to to have genie trade the brother's girlfriend and that's pretty much it and to show that she has some uh she's capable somewhat of like running business but yeah, once yeah again, and, and we thought that was we thought that was going to be an undercurrent of the whole season right of genie trying to win to win over bus in bus's eyes although she's not one of his boys um but that really just it really disappeared the, the storyline just kind of up and vanished yeah um well if bus was never actually married uh, there is a potential marriage on the horizon in terms of uh cookie shows back up on the scene um once again, I thought this is a very positive portrayal of one Magic Johnson. I will say there's one scene where I think he, I can understand why he does it. I think it's like not great. So this is basically the scene where Cookie is interviewing for a job and it's not going well. And the Magic sits down. And that's so complicated because on one hand, it's like, yeah, I don't know if it works and she gets the job. And because she's, I guess the point that the, like, the show shows is that like, she is good. Also dealing with subtle racism as the guys like, you know, we need someone who, who knows more than just the urban uh, mm -hmm. urban environment. We need someone who knows international. Um, but I, I will say, I, I do think a piece that like has been missing for me a little bit from some of the episodes is I, I do kind of like the Johnson family and like Lansing stuff. So I was happy to see Cookie back here. I think it's really sweet. Like the smile on her face when Magic is sort of publicly being like, I'm Cookie's man forever. Uh, as much as we know that that's you know, we'll see how true that is and how much that lasts. Um, but I was happy to see Cookie be happy. So I don't know. I liked it. Yeah, it was it was interesting because we see like the 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 pre 
you know, they're on the phone together before she comes to California and he's talking to her and she's like, you know, you're in California. Why don't you come see me? And she's like, well, why would I have to come see you? Why wouldn't you come see me? I think that's it's a little bit of a change in the magic cookie dynamic where a lot of it's been, what can Cookie do for me? Right. Now Cookie's like, okay, if we're going to continue this, it's going to be a little more about what can you, what can we do for each other? What can we do together? So Magic, I think, takes the initiative and ends up going to this, uh, you know, fashion show or whatever, and does what he does with Cookie, who I at first really thought she was going to, because I, I think in the in the show they portrayed Cookie as this, uh, you know, up up upright citizen who doesn't want yes. uh, any shortcuts but she kind of takes a shortcut she's like at the end she's like hey i mean thanks for that which yeah. you know i don't really blame her because as you said, it was a little bit of uh racism tinged there and and that was interesting kind of showing you know showing the value of black people in in that day and age mm-hmm. the only value someone has is when they're doing something for you when you're a, a you know a popular basketball star it's like oh you're this like a uh, star to be admired because you play basketball but we'll, we'll accept you even though you're black uh, which is which is interesting right but mm-hmm. but the cookie magic dy- dynamic is interesting and as you as you said as we've said they really are you know if i was magic I, i'd be pretty happy with my portrayal here he's really just kind of portrayed as this like this change playboy he's now this like kind of uh you know he's he's willing to be in this like monogamous relationship when that's in reality not exactly the truth uh so this is a very good a very in in the scene in the restaurant where magic stands up and it proclaims himself to be uh to be cookies man and she is his woman it was very fun and very funny um and I, i quite enjoyed that that little part of it yeah, again, I think um, I, we haven't really shouted out. I think it's uh, Tamira Tomakili who's playing Cookie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's very good. She's a good actress. Yeah. Uh, Quincy Isaiah, obviously, uh, really a standout in the show. But yeah, it's they're sort of like, you know, it's funny because I really, I, I wasn't, before I started the show, I really didn't know anything about like Magic Johnson and his relationship. And so knowing that they're like, I think they're still together. They're still married, yeah. I believe. Um, it I mean, is kind of sweet to see, like, even though it's like, yeah, turbulent at times. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll get we'll get magic proposing uh, to Cookie. And this was like it, I think the, as the show portrays it, it's like sometime in that eighty three eighty four season. Um, but it, it, he really proposed in eighty five. Uh, but they, right. they they time adjusted it. They didn't get married till like ninety one. So they didn't get married till like six years oh. after he proposed to her. So that that's an interesting little tidbit there. But I, you know, I thought it was all sweet. Uh, and again, Magic uh, is really being portrayed in a pretty good light for the last, but uh, for most of the season, honestly. Yeah. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, we get Norm Nixon being traded. Um, we get we get a couple of scenes here with Jerry West. So West is fully in the... Um, in the general manager mode is that is that his title i want to make yeah sure he's general man i mean they really go into exposition mode where it's like we're in there we're in that meeting with uh with west uh i think west is there riley's riley's there bill is there he he doesn't talk like this anymore he's, no, no, he's kind of no, like this now because he lost his voice and these right. uh, vocal cords have been damaged forever but but west literally turns to us and he's like hey just so y'all know i got promoted to general manager in the time yeah. since you've seen us uh, just exposition city since we can't spend time going over the he, transition from bill to, to to jerry west he also talks about when they lose when they lose to the 76ers he's like people should be blaming me it's my fault that he turns to the camera he's like i got such a gym i got the first round pick and uh mm-hmm. I, I used it and, and then uh he broke his leg right before is that what happened he broke his yeah, leg yeah james worthy yeah yeah, right before the the playoffs, um, everyone else is like, "No, nah, it's not. It's just all of our faults." And Jerry's like, "I don't well, care who told." And there was a lot. There was a lot of that this uh, this episode where they're yeah. just like they're supposed to be talking to the other characters in the scene, but it really looks like they're just straight talking to us. Dreams talking to the uh, cameras, West, being interviewed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Wes li- literally turns to us, like turns in his seat and turns to us. But I think uh, you know everybody else in that scene is like supposed to be speaking to the other character but they're actually looking in the camera and i think riley yeah. also is like yeah it's kind of really my fault because i didn't make any big ad- i didn't make the adjustments we needed to uh so you know breaking the fourth wall without going uh coo- without going full kool-aid man and really breaking through yeah um so then they're going to decide basically as they're like planning their roster they think sort of norm is the odd man out so they're going to trade him i thought this is interesting that west does there there was this feeling when paul was around like don't let magic dictate what happens like don't let him be in the center of this and west basically goes to him and is like you know if you want to speak up about this like let me know and magic's basically like that's really interesting he's like i don't know what's the right answer like he's like i'm a player i don't know i don't know what we should be doing um and and west sort of like coaches him here I think if this was the like you know two seasons ago magic, he'd be like, yeah, get his ass out yeah, of here. Yeah. But it, it's it's a little bit of a quiet maturity, I think, that magic is like not is not really all about getting normal. He's like you know, and he even says to West like, when it's just him and West, and West says, you know, this is your team. Magic goes, no, no, this is this is this is Cap's team, basically, you know, aka Kareem. This yeah. is Kareem's team. And yeah. West says, well, we know the real truth about it. I, I think that is kind of a a good showing of Magic's maturity, where he doesn't like he's not he's still not too boastful to be like, no, this is my team. I'm gonna take control. He he concedes that to, to Kareem and just this kind of one on one with West. I think that was a really interesting way to show uh, his age a little bit, even though we've fast forwarded a year and some change. I think that shows how he's how he's aged a little bit. 
Yeah, he's probably like 24 now. What a seasoned, what a seasoned veteran. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I like this scene where uh, it's Norm's birthday, um, and uh, and so they're having a party at the forum, and um, he he was traded on his birthday, um, but he comes in, and you know most of this um, pieces um, that. Uh, when Jerry West comes in and West says, you know, I wanted to come say goodbye. And he's like, I knew you always hated me, but maybe I earned some respect. Um, and we'll see that norm. I mean, he gets traded basically. Like, it's not like he's done. It's not like he's like, you know, it's not because he's a bad player. I think he leads the league in assists um, uh, the next year, I think in his first year with the the Clippers. So he was still a, a highly productive player. It just made sense to, to move him at the time. Uh, he only has a couple years left, I think in the league, but yeah. Um, but I kind of like this scene, but with, with him and Jerry, cause I feel like Nixon is a guy who like very easily couldn't have been, I mean, I guess, I don't know, like in the role he is in the show, I'm kind of, it's kind of sad that like, we probably just basically won't see him. This is probably the end of Devon Nixon on the show. But, but listen, I think, I, I think uh, if you're, if you're someone that's not magic or, or buzz, I think this is a great send off, right? He it's got true. some time to say goodbye. I think we could have just been like an in-between scene. We're like, Hey, by the way, we traded Norm in the off season. Um, but no, he gets a really good goodbye here. And I, I would have to wonder if some of that is, is the portrayal from Devon Nixon that has kind of really uh that's really endeared me to him I will say I've been a big Norm Nixon fan of this whole show and yeah. you know in, in you know also a Devon Nixon fan because I think he's done really well he did really good in this scene I think it, it's got to be interesting for him right to be like portraying his dad and his mom's relationship in this uh as we see him you know getting down with Debbie Allen I thought mm-hmm. it was really fun to see uh them on the set of fame which was like you know yeah. a, Deb, a debbie allen thing uh so i think that was really fun uh and i think all of, i think they could have done they could have given it a little more with that norm nixon attitude and that you know really trained some mfers but but i think they did really well to show him out the door in a graceful way and i loved how he's like you know at a certain point, I'll be able to wish y'all well, but until then, I'll have to F y'all up. And then we cut to him directly effing them up in the first Good. game that they, they show down in. So I loved uh, the departure for Norm. I think it was a very well-deserved departure for a great character and, you know, a great, uh, you know, a great performance uh, by Devonics. Agreed. Um, that cuts into basically the loss to the Clippers is what Pat Riley is lamenting about when his wife, who's played by Gillian Jacobs. <laughs> you got it. You got it. I got it. Uh, Boy, and I also I- did watch a video to make sure I was right that it was Gillian. And she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, people say Gillian, but it's Gillian. So, uh, yeah, I feel also a bit, at least I can get her first name right. Um I like this scene a lot as well. Again, this is a uh, Gillian Jacobs getting paid for some scenes this season. Mm-hmm. Um, this one of, is the one where he's like, yeah, like that's the problem. Like we can't lean on winning. Like it's a crutch. Uh, we want to, we wanted them to, they want, they like playing, but they need to win. Like they, uh, they, they don't feel like they need to win. Like they did back then. Um, and uh, he's running out of things to say in his speeches. I really like this. We don't get yep. much Pat this episode. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like that would be me. Like I can't keep writing these like sermons <laughs> to these people. Like yeah, I, Paul had all this material he could pull from like uh, Shakespeare and 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 poems. Uh, yeah. Pat's gonna make it up. Yeah, mm. Pat's gonna call call Paul at some point. I wonder if Paul would ever pick up the phone. Um, but I just I, I like that that thought for him. Like I can't keep being this inspirational every day. It's not really yeah. working that well. And you know I, I like that you know because he's you know as we saw in, in episodes prior, he's been trying to find this kind of uh middle ground in this balance between 
you know, this inspirational guy. And, you know, he's sometimes got to get in these guys' asses a little bit to get them riled up. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. but I like how, how they're showing his struggle of finding that middle ground and, and figuring out how to lead these guys. Uh, and, yes, uh, <laughs> Gillian Jacobs uh, is is getting her her money's worth, I guess. I, I, I There wasn't anything she did in this that was no, like, oh, that's fantastic. But it's like, she's here. She's fine. She's, she's trying a good to hang foil out. for for Pat. Yeah. Um. All right. Kareem has a bit of a hearing episode. So, uh, did you just getting Jay Moore to play his agent? So okay. What if so, so random? No. Well, is it or is it not? Okay. So here's the th- here's the deal, right? Jeannie Bus. I saw a tweet from her within this week. Oh like, yes. Yeah. That was like yes. you know what. You know what the the Lakers the winning time is actually a really good show and they she really like complimented the uh, portrayal of uh, of uh, of her dad by uh, am I blanking on the actor's name uh, uh, uh who's dad sorry who's John dad? C Riley John, John C Riley yeah, 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 yeah she she complimented John C oh, yeah, Riley's right. yeah. uh, per, um you know performance and so. I was like, oh, that's interesting because this is really. I think this might be the first time she's really like talked about the show publicly. Right. I was right. like, and she's complimenting it. But wouldn't you know it? There might be a reason because the man that she just married, uh, this I think it was this either this week or last week, Jay yeah. Moore, yeah, uh, pops up as Kareem's agent in the show. So I, I really was uh, so tickled when I saw that. I was like, oh my god, that is so funny. Literally the week before uh, the episode yeah. drops, uh, they got married on September 3rd. That's so funny because I kept thinking, like, oh, interesting, Jay Moore was just in the news. Like, I feel like he just got married to someone, and then I didn't bother to look up who it was. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's Jeannie Buss, and he's in the show <laughs> as the agent. That's so funny. I know, that was so hilarious. And I mean, Jay Moore, who has really changed since the last time I saw him, uh, yeah. which was a minute ago, but, yeah. I mean, fun performance. I think Jay Moore... Uh, He's not. He's never been a big, big star, uh, but I have followed him somewhat. Uh, it's always pretty funny every time I see him. So he, I, I think this was he, this wasn't as comedic as he usually is, but it was good. He, I feel like he has kind of gone into the. He plays. Um, he played somebody in Air, so he's really getting into the basketball drama. Well, yeah, he was like uh, he was in Jerry Maguire. He yeah, was Jerry, uh, yeah. Bob Sugar or whatever. Yeah, and Jerry Maguire. So he's he's used to this type of portrayal. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen Air, so I didn't, I didn't know he was in that. Um, yeah, I think he plays a shoe executive, though. I think if I'm okay. if I'm remembering correctly, yeah. But yeah, it was a fun turn for him. It, it, they didn't give him anything like crazy comedic to do so i don't think he no. really got to show off his chops as much as maybe he would like yeah uh, but i thought it was interesting i i, I really was like is that jay moore and i was like oh my god that's jay moore and it, it all made sense after that i was like oh okay no wonder genie but this is maybe part of jay moore's contract they were like uh yeah if you come on but genie bus has to publicly comment right. our show right. because no one no one uh, you know everyone on the lakers says uh, shit talk this show endlessly we need someone lakers official to comment the show the show yeah. so you can come on if you can do that you don't think we're gonna see much uh much else of him this season? you don't think we're gonna get jay more of him <laughs> okay <laughs> you did that only to use the fun i understand what do you mean, what do you mean? no uh, actually yeah. i'm wondering i feel like he got the you know there's a there's a slew of them here the gillian jacobs uh gabby hoffman they're all like you want to come in and just be in like one scene this is like did you yeah. watch oppenheimer jason did you watch i've not seen oppenheimer now oppenheimer is phil is full is full of like every white guy actor but only for two minutes like they're just like everybody's in it but only like very briefly and they're like they're like that's famous scientist jim jimbo and then he's like later and that's it that's oppenheimer that's basically the same thing they've done in the show 
yeah, yeah, I don't think we'll see any more OJ Moore. Uh, but maybe, or maybe this is Jeannie Buss's thing. Like, hey, if yeah. you if you get let my man on, I'll compliment the show. I don't know what what order of operations was there. Uh, but to talk about the the kind of conversation of Kareem and yeah. uh, and his agent, I think that that was interesting. Kind of, uh, you know, Kareem's storyline this year has been is he too old like that's been his thing the whole still time got it. yeah yeah you still got it but this was more of a like yeah you're kind of a dick and people don't like dicks to be around their team i think this that was also we, we talk about how uh this show kind of uh portrays the changing landscape of the nba um you know in, in that time i think this was also part of that changing landscape like no one wants an asshole to be like on tv or on their 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 screens i think magic was a big part of that because magic is always a smiling gregarious uh personality and you know cream's not cream's this kind of buzzkilly guy he was he was on uh airplane in the first season but yeah. uh now they're just like yeah you're, you're kind of a jerk nobody wants a jerk around um they i believe they it's the, oh, I guess maybe this is uh, this could be coming next episode. It's right around this time, I believe, that he breaks uh, the record for most career points in the NBA. No, this, uh, was, this, this episode, yeah. He does. He does it this episode. Did I miss yeah. that? Okay. Yeah, they showed. They showed. Uh, they showed them all oh, hugging yeah. him okay. on the court and everything. Right, yeah, right. Um, yeah. So I. I don't know. Again, Cream definitely feels to me like the one who um has taken the backseat the most and i feel like he's so interesting that it's it's a little bit of a, a shame um yeah so this decision here about whether he's going to stay he ultimately does decide to stay um ultimately he has this um this thing his house burns down um which is awful luckily everybody is okay um how'd you feel about it like spurring the moment of like hey f- fans love us <laughs> Well, I mean, well, this isn't the first time, right? This is like it's like when Pat, you know, started being mean to them, and then all of a sudden they start they start winning again and start playing well. I think it's really kind of a a sports movie TV show trope, and they're really guilty of falling for it here. They're like, "Come on, guys, let's play for the city. Let's play for the fans." I mean, this it was a really kind of a a cheesy kind of uh way to get through this but but you know it was fine it was yeah. fun uh the 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 day that kareem grew a heart i guess is is the uh maybe i should have said that as the headline um the kareem's heart grew three three sizes right. that day or whatever right. um but it's yeah, really it was- sweet the moment the kid being like hey i heard you lost the record is this a thing i i i will never understand the like gifting of things to celebrities like unless this is like the only copy of this album and i get i'm not trying to like make fun of this kid like i'm not i'm real like if this really happened i'm not like you idiot child but i I don't i don't quite i've ever understood like gifting celebrities and particularly like okay if you like make a thing or whatever but like just like i bought you a bottle of wine it's like i'm they can afford it well, i don't know this this i understood because he, he lost, lost all of his records and the the fans are coming through and you know giving him giving him records to replace his collection they care about him that much they want to come and bring him like more records to help get his collection back i i thought it was a great gesture and it's it's a true life gesture it really happened yeah. in real life yeah um so you know i i really i really liked the moment um uh, and you know but but that being the catalyst for something is is interesting and cheesy but okay sure yeah. fine um 
But he can afford records unless it's ones that he can like literally wouldn't have been able to find. That's the only. It's about the gesture, Grace. It's about the the gesture of of wanting to help him restart his collection. As I get fans. it, I get. Uh, but you know, it it doesn't really speak true to people's perception of Kareem uh, for them to do all this for him. I thought it was like right. no one likes you, Kareem, and then oh, everybody just kind of likes him again. I thought that was interesting. Like parallel that didn't really make sense yeah. um but you know kareem has taken a back seat this season but if we're thinking about like a passenger van he's right behind the like the front seat because the front seat is populated with pretty much just magic and bus yeah. but kareem's in the yeah. back seat but he's he's a close back seat everyone else is like yeah. in the pat, in pat the riley's cargo. been in there a little bit but yeah like, everyone else is like in a cargo hold of the of the yeah. van um, I think the last thing we can chat about is the Red and Larry Bird scene. So there's a, a few of them. There's at the beginning where Red's trying to tell like uh, Larry Bird, like, yeah, this is our decade. The Celtics had their minute. And then obviously the big speech at the end. I did like the contrasting speeches between um, Red giving his speech to the Celtics while Bus gives his speech. Um, I think he misquoted Paul Revere, I think, a little bit. He says the Lakers are coming. Um but I did, I did, I did like these uh, scenes. Again, we're getting like morsels of of folks in these shows. Uh, I like this. I thought it was fine. Yeah, it was fun. I thought the little you know meeting between Red and Bird as well was was uh, kind of impactful. Where Bird's like, you know, Red's like, oh yeah, they they had their moment in the sun, but we are going to we're going this is our decade. And Bird says, well, you know, I don't let's not. I hope not because I want to get them one less. I want to beat. I want to beat Magic. Basically, is what he's what he's saying without saying it. Uh, so that was a fun, impactful scene. And of course, yes, the the. Uh, comparing the two speeches where they like you know of course you have to end it with uh you know with the lakers saying f boston yeah. compared to the chance of uh beat la so that was a very interesting uh dynamic a very interesting comparison between the two uh as a as a television spectacle i loved it i also enjoyed bus coming in where he's like he's coming into the locker room where the the lakers are going to hopefully move on to the finals while they're listening to the celtics hopefully moving on to the finals so they can face each other comes in dead ass serious like turn the game off yeah like he's sick and tired of losing and he wants to he wants to beat their ass this is not the greatest rivalry in sports if we're being if we're we've lost zero and seven that's total domination he says right so i thought i thought that was very uh a very good turn for bus he's dead ass serious now he wants to he wants to beat right i think the show has done a really really good job of building up the pressure of this rivalry and it's probably gonna all explode in the next episode all right well we'll be back next week with the finale do we miss anything jason i think we got through most of it but is there anything um, yeah anything i think we else? got through most of it. it's been a busy uh it was a busy episode um you know for for the kareem stuff i wish i wish you could have gotten uh another meeting between kareem and bus where um it's not really kareem you know coming in his hands and knees like please give me a, another contract sir because it, yeah. you know in real life like kareem wanted two million bucks uh, a two million dollar contract and he had to bring it down to 1.5 because he couldn't really get any other offers in free agency that really meant anything this but is where i think last week they referenced that like he he the contract that bus offers him when he's like i'll sign you for however much money but it was an extension to his deal was worth more than what kareem ultimately ended up doing just because he went back but i'm again i'm not sure he cares about the money at this point in this yeah career. i just i just thought it would be interesting because we got that that kareem bus scene before of kareem now having to kind of come hat in hand be like hey uh no one yeah, that would have been good. back here yeah it was uh, only like a 46 you, minute runtime. we could have we could have tacked on some time here 
All right. Well, then we will be back next week with the season finale. Hopefully not the series finale. Uh, make sure to subscribe to postshowrecaps.com slash winning time. Um, I got lots going on here on Post Show Recaps. Um, we are doing time travel movies with the, the Dark Rewatch crew. Um, we'll be launching into a new show after that. Foundation is wrapping up. Heels is wrapping up. Uh, the After Party wrapped up. What we do in the Shadows wrapped up. So I said it's a busy time, but only because everything is ending. Uh, movies will go on forever covering them each week with Ariel. We took this week off. We'll be back next week. I'm on socials at high from grace or at go for grace. What about you, Jason? Um, yeah, I'm also in the season of wrapping up, um, yeah. wrapping, wrapping the show up next week. I recently wrapped up special ops lioness with Sasha Joseph. We talked about the final two episodes of that season this that past week. So come check that out. Um, other than that, um, pretty much it. You can find me. Uh, I was also talking 90 day fiance recently with Puglia again. I've nice. uh, been on that show quite a bit. So yeah, check me out there. Um, after next week, I think I'm going to be, uh, you know, kind of just wandering oh. in the podcast either for oh. a minute. Um, I wanted to mention as well, I forgot, uh, I was joined by Isaiah from Silent Podcast, as well as Sarah Beth from Big Brother. Um, we chatted about One Piece, uh, it's a live action um, uh, anime that got adapted on Netflix. I thought it was so good, so fun. Eight episodes, check it out. Um, we uh, watched the whole thing and, and recapped it in, in one podcast, so that's worth checking out. But yeah, next week, the HBO Winning Time finale. Um, Jason, we'll see them next week, but until then... Keep dreaming, keep dribbling. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.